Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. Oh, what's up? How's the week been? This week's been pretty good. Um, the beginning of the week was kind of rough, but um, yesterday, so we're recording on Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday, and I went out to celebrate. Um, my three friends were celebrating their two years of sobriety. Um, they all had January dates. So mm-hmm. we went out to eat and it was super fun. Um, and the we went to a restaurant for dinner and then afterwards we went to like a, it's a bar, but they call it a speakeasy. <laughs> and they were just, both places were just so accommodating and excited to have us there like a huge group I think there's like 10 of us total we're all sober and um the first place the restaurant they even wrote the girls little like congratulation cards which I thought was just a nice touch (laughs) um and then afterwards we went to the speakeasy bar and they just went like above and beyond for us they gave us a bunch of different they don't have non-alcoholic options on their menu but they created non-alcoholic um cocktails for us so we had like four or five to choose from nice and yeah it was super special and nice and the girls felt special and that was you know the whole point to celebrate them and um yeah it was just fun and I haven't been pretty much anywhere besides like my mom's house in the gym recently. So it was nice to actually, you know, be out doing something fun. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. kind of like what we talked about last time. This is this is the time of year where you kind of hibernate no matter what's going on. So to go through something like you're going through, it's it's definitely a tough time of year um for that because yeah, I mean it, it it's like you work and then it's dark out. So it's dark and cold and yeah, but the good yeah, news is like you start is, work and it's dark, and then you end work when it's dark. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what are you gonna go do? Yeah, I mean, you know, the gym. Yeah, the gym and and home. Yeah. What about a, you? How was your week? Week was good. Uh, pretty much just like work focused, and then I feel like I did something. Maybe I didn't do anything. <laughs> um. It's January. I feel like there's not a lot yeah. going on in general. I don't think I did do anything. I got crumble cookie like twice this this week. Do you have crumbled up, up there? I think we do. Um, I haven't like picked up from there, but my my boss, like we're she's my boss. Obviously, we keep the relationship very professional, but like she's also like become a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And when I told her like about the situation of just like, I'm, I just wanted to make her aware, like I'm only working off of my laptop. I'm staying at my mom's place now, like, because this happened. Um, I just wanted to make you aware if I'm like not talkative on meetings or something like that. 
you know, I'm trying my best. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and she was very, um, empathetic and sympathetic towards my situation, but she has been baking recently. And she was like, how would you feel about me sending you some cookies? And I was like, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like exactly what I need right now. And so she sent me, she lives in New York. I'm here in Illinois. So she sent them. Um, I'm pretty sure she like must've either overnighted them or like did two day shipping. Cause they got to my place. So, so quick. And these cookies were so, <laughs> so good. Like I was like, I'm not that I'm like shocked that she can't do it, but it's just, it, it's, it's like bakery quality. Yeah. That's what it was. And I was just so pleasantly surprised, I guess. And these cookies have single-handedly been like the thing that I look forward to. That's saving the week. Yeah. You hey, know, you just I'm need one thing to get you through the week each week. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. That it's that's what it's been. And they're they're pretty big. So I've been like just like cutting them in half because otherwise it would just be like too much sugar. And um yeah, if there was not like if everything else went wrong in my day, which I've had a lot of days like that, at least it's felt like that recently. I at least had that to look forward to. So Oh yeah. Love that. Something sparked my sparked in my mind when you said keeping like the relationship with your boss professional. Have you opened up about sobriety professionally? Or have you dabbled in that world? So it's so funny that you say that because I did mention it for the first time on our like team meeting that we have on Friday mornings. And typically my boss will ask us, does anyone have anything fun going on this weekend? And no one living, was talking. You've been living a double life. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. They had they had no idea. Um, and no one was talking. So I was saying, you know, I'm going to this restaurant this weekend um, with some friends. And it's a restaurant that's known for it's a whole experience, you know, it's a pretty expensive restaurant, but you're paying for the experience and it's really beautiful in there. And the reason why we picked this place is because me and the nine other girls that I'm going with, we all don't drink. And I, I <laughs> heard someone on the mic. I don't know if they realized their mic was on or not, but they go, Oh, <laughs> so they had a verbal reaction to that I said it kind of just like in passing I was like we don't drink they have a pretty extensive non-alcoholic menu so that's I have why a whole I really podcast about it I have a TikTok about <laughs> it <laughs> I have a total uh TikTok profile <laughs> dedicated to this exact topic that I've not told you guys about um yeah so it was funny um to hear that reaction but so my, my boss was just like, that's so, like, you know, I love going to places that are, you know, not only known for their food, but known for the whole experience. So let us know how it goes. Um, but yeah, that was the first time that I've mentioned it this entire it's, time. I've. It's kind of easier with like a uh, remote, I guess, to, to, for it not to come up, I guess, not, not to hide it, but for it not to come up. Definitely. Because you're not doing happy hours and stuff, but like 
you know, I don't know if you've ever had to fill out those sheets when you work with a new manager where it's like just a get to know you sheet. Have you ever done one of those? No, I don't think so. We we've done them a couple of times at my company. So it's just how you work best, what you don't like, what you do like out of a manager thing. I always put it on there because there's like a personal section. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always put them on there just to kind of, I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder if I overshare professionally, but I would say in my career, it's, it's definitely benefited me because it just opens up the door for honest conversations yeah. from day one. Right. But, um, yeah, like I know we almost did like a work happy hour once where they were going to send like cocktails to your house. Um, mm. Yeah, which would have been like interesting. <laughs> that would be not ideal to have it, you know, just have like a bottle of whiskey show up at the house. Um, we'd have to get rid of that ASAP. But right. Yeah, like stuff like that. I mean, I get why people don't think about it. Like, like we have these campaigns at work where we'll ship or you have the option to ship bottles of wine to people to kind of, you know, honestly, just schmooze, schmooze them as far as like mm -hmm. getting a meeting or getting them to sign a deal. And right. it's like, that's, that's not great. That's like, same with Airbnbs. Yeah. Sometimes you'll pop up to an Airbnb and there's booze oh. there, and, but it's like, I don't want to be the one that like, you know what I mean? I get both sides. Like I really do. But now that I know. Yeah. So I, I feel it's a situation where, we're totally not seeing the intention as it being malicious. Of course not. But at the same time, I think that as time goes on, I think that's not going to be as much of a thing because people are just going to be forced to, to think about it. And the other thing I was going to say is in my, I go to those virtual meetings. Um, my friend Steph hosts them and I actually host one meeting a month. Um, for Steady Sunday, that's what the online community is called. And one of the main things that comes up in our group text, like our Geneva group text, is when like that type of situation really? happens at work. Yeah, that's oh, like work, one of the work. number at work. Yeah, that's one of the number one things is, um, you know, they'll be getting like a gift bag or something like that. And it'll be like not only booze themselves, but it'll be like wine glasses or shot glasses or um, flasks that have your initials and like, you know, imprinted on them. And yeah, it's, you know, I definitely think it's, they're ha they have good intentions. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know. Um, there was actually another thing that happened this past week where a business in Chicago, I don't want to name drop it because I don't want to, it's all fine now, but they had those, um, one of those signs that you can move around the letters and you can like say something funny and like they a marquee. Have it sitting out. Yes. Yeah. Sitting like outside of their, um, their front door and they were basically poking fun at dry January saying like, yeah, my dry January is going great. I'll have the Sauvignon Blanc because that's a dry wine. Oh. Yeah. And the sober girlies in Chicago were 
not about it. Oh, really? Not about it at all. It immediately went to the Discord <laughs> group chat and everyone is just like flooding this business's comment section. Oh, no. The The post has since been taken down. But yeah, it's like the intention behind that sign is that it's funny. You know, it's supposed to be a joke. It's supposed to be quirky even. But it's just, it's things like that, that just, we already feel like such outsiders and you're just like, that's the cherry on top. You know what I mean? That just makes us feel that much more out of the loop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so. can see that one. Like, I don't have that reaction, but like, I don't think that it's wrong that someone else has that reaction, you know, you know? Mm -hmm. and like, I think so much of it and, and you, you said it too. It's like, it's not malicious. They're just right. Like there's this cute, funny culture around alcohol, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm drinking at 9 a.m. <laughs> like, and I, I participated in that for 10 years. Like it is a, I don't know. I guess cute is the word. It's just like, look at like, haha. They're I'm definitely trying it. to be cute. It's not, yeah, cute, but they're trying to be, to be cute. <laughs> trying to be cute. Yeah. Um, where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm drinking at my kid's soccer game, that type of stuff. And no one means. And I, yeah, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I said I've not reposted something like that at yeah. some point in my life. I totally have. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, not being aware of the situation, being ignorant, I guess, to the, so I guess, yeah, I mean, they, they, <laughs> did they respond to anybody. So Yeah. Um, one of the girls that runs a, she basically shares like not only her events that she hosts, but like other sober events also on Instagram. And she has a decent following on there. And she, you know, we were all kind of just commenting things of like, the one that I did was like, this sign gives me the ick. Like I was just <laughs> like, you know, I was basically like poking fun at them, poking fun. But, she, you know, my friend actually sort of broke down like this is harmful and hurtful. And dry January is some for some people, it's their first, you know, experience with sobriety. And they might actually be really like considering that this is good for them. And the brand or the store reached out to her privately really? and they had a conversation and they took the post down, they changed the sign um, and they're actually now offering to host an event for us to come oh, <laughs> and yeah, to come and see. It's like a boutique, I guess. Um, they have like clothing and just like little knickknacks and it's very like Chicago themed but not in like a not in like a like a gas station magnet type way like in like yeah. a cute yeah yeah no I, I you get what I'm saying some, we have a store called made in KC and it's it's like the same thing I think yeah it's, it's cool just like stuff. a very like modern take like this on type that. of candle like that's the yes. KC's like that type of stuff exactly like that yep yep like a kind of like an Etsy version of that yes. type of thing. Yeah. So very aesthetically pleasing. Well, that could um, be a win-win where it's like they get to save their ass. <laughs> yeah, they, they get they, to save their ass. And totally. then 
it might even be like eye opening to someone, like maybe just a random ass employee there, or they're like, hmm, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And, and, well, and also another thing is we're not really doing it from a, from like a person, like you personally attacked me. That's not where I'm coming from at all. What my worry is they have 80,000 followers on Instagram, the store, because, you know, they produce cute content and they have cute shit that they sell out of their store. What I'm worried about is the girl that is trying out dry January for the first time. Her friends do not know. Her family does not know. Um, She doesn't want people to know because she knows it's going to make her feel isolated and alienated. She's not commenting, you know, my like backhanded, (laughs) you know, comment because like I have the balls to do that. I'm worried about the girls that aren't commenting that are just seeing that and is like, is this then they're questioning like is this really what I what I want is the does the world see alcohol in this funny light-hearted way and I'm just taking it the wrong way I'm just the problem yeah and that's when me and the other girls come in being like no you're no there's plenty of us that feel the same way that you do and you don't have to feel like the other you know, there, there's a lot of us. So that kind of double clicks on the shame insecurity part of, of alcohol, where you're like, am I, do I, am I, do I have a healthy relationship here? Am I, uh, you're kind of in this like embarrassing spot. So I get that perspective where you don't necessarily, That's why I get any. defensive. It's, it's not me that I'm trying to convince. It's like, I'm trying to protect which I know it's not necessarily my response. Well, but it kind of is like, I, that's the reason why I created my profile is so that folks felt a safe space to come and talk about sobriety in their twenties. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's really where I'm coming from with that. Have you connected with anyone that's doing dry January right now? Um, Like, like a new connection, my friends I that, guess. My friends that typically drink. Nah, or maybe, or just like a new connection where they're, you met them in the sobriety community in Chicago because they're starting out or Mm, if it's probably their first like three weeks or something they're they probably wouldn't even be reaching out to us yet at this point um I think possibly for folks that are going to carry their dry January into February and into March and they're kind of getting into the more like acceptance stage of this is maybe going to be more of a semi-permanent thing and not a temporary thing yeah Yeah, I'm sure that we're going to hear a lot of like that type of timeline and storyline in the upcoming months but I do have some friends that are typically drinkers that are currently doing dry January and I think that's great yeah that's Um, cool I've seen a lot of flies drop which is a little to be expected you know I tried for fucking five years before I would right. get like I remember I would hit three days and be like I feel amazing <laughs> like now <laughs> fuck fuck the whole 30 days I feel amazing after day three I can go back to <laughs> yeah yeah to we had a conversation now. about this last night too uh the people dropping mm-hmm. which is like if if they 
like it's not everyone's world the way it's our world like we maybe they don't get the results we get or whatever so it's it's hard to it's hard to show like throw too much judgment there but um it is it i i guess i think it's more funny when people are all about it that first week and then they're just posting shots and stuff the next week (laughs) that's only funny to me because it's like don't you like wouldn't you just do the shot and not film it and put it on Instagram since you right? That's, that's almost the stranger part to me. Is it's like they're doubling down at this point. It's doubling down, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I don't give a fuck if you're not gonna do it. Like that's your personal choice. But to be advertising it last week and then advertising the drinking this week—that's that's more funny to me. Um, but yeah, w- whatever. There was there was something popped up when. Well, I was going to say just really quick, like, I mean, when you are just because like, like kind of last week we were talking about, you know, going through a a loss and going through a transition and when your life changes, um, a stage of grief is denial. Like that, that is a thing. So Mm. what I think happened with me when I was first in the stage where I was not accepting that sobriety was going to be my reality going forward. Um, I was very public about like, don't worry guys, I'm drinking again. Everyone like, don't freak out. We're good. (laughs) Everything's fine. I'm back to my old self. Little did I know, you know, once you go down the sobriety rabbit hole, like the information that is out there, you can't really unlearn that knowledge. And so when I did go back to drinking, it wasn't the same. This is just my experience and mm-hmm. everyone else's experience is going to be completely different. But yeah, I just remember like when I had that 30 day break, I was so about it. Then I went back to drinking and one of those times of drinking was Halloween. And I was texting literally all of my friends like, I'm drinking tonight. I'm back. Let's go, you know, whatever. And then, you know, the next day I had one of the, you know, most deep depression hangovers of my life. Classic. Classic. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a a denial thing, but I know I experienced some shade of that. You saying that made me feel like I almost felt like I was talking shit there for a bit. And I was like, oh, I'm talking shit on you and me. Who you're talking shit about is the person staring is, back at you. Yeah. Like I'm I I was the guy that probably was flexing dry January for three days and then taking shots. I realized yeah. that when I was when you were telling that story. Yeah, that's that's you're you're so right though about like once you learn whatever you can't unlearn it and for me that was like when you feel like shit all the time you almost don't even know you feel like shit and that's right because that's just how you feel like that's that's how I felt and from drinking every night once I had like those really I mean obviously I knew I felt better if I didn't drink for a day or two but that didn't happen very often and then once you start having these long stints when you're kind of, do I want to be sober? Maybe you get two weeks and then you drink and you're obviously mm-hmm. like listening to podcasts that whole time. Well, I am because that's the only way I could stay sober. And like I'm I'm listening to podcasts for two weeks, learning all this information. Then I drink 
and it's just like everything feels shitty the next day unmote and it's you start correlating these things and it's like wow i'm i'm getting a lot of field research done here yeah i'm realizing when i do this i feel this like i just thought everyone woke up or i thought i woke up every night at three o'clock and couldn't sleep for an hour but i i'm then i realized that no that's just a drinking thing like that's the only reason I wake up at 3 a.m. is because I'm drinking the way I am. And mm-hmm. yeah, once you start like putting all this together, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to go back. And during therapy this week, I just told my, my therapist, like I've been having the cravings, you know, it's kind of tough because I don't have all that much sobriety time built up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it makes it more, that's definitely a challenge that, that I see is like, oh, Breaking 286 days was hard, but breaking less time is not as hard. And she asked a pretty good question. And she was like, well, why do you, you know, you know, you don't feel good when you drink or whatever. Why do you not want to drink? And I was like, because it's the right thing. Like I, I'm disciplined. And she was like, what if you shifted that to, I don't drink because I love myself. And I know that Mm. when I, when I drink, like I, I'm doing things that make it hard for me to love myself. And she was like, right. I think it's great that you you have discipline and all these, you know, black and white things, but maybe that's not sustainable to just do things that way. Maybe you you could do it from an angle of love and I was like, that's pretty that's that's been really impactful for me, honestly. Yeah, it's cuz it's almost like you're not coming at it anymore from a place of fear. Of like, I need to be, I need to be doing the right thing just because it, it is the right thing. Like it is what it is. It's sorry. (laughs) It's more so my cat just jumped onto my desk. Um, It's more so leading with love behind it of actually, I'm not just coming at this because it's the right thing to do it's more so when me taking care of myself is me loving myself and me drinking it's not me just drinking it's it's a lot more complicated than that so yeah i don't know like us drinking obviously has some major impact on our life otherwise we would not be on a podcast right now so it's not some like small and I think that's what people aren't necessarily understanding when or let's even say from my point of view three four years ago when I was in the service industry and I was drinking frequently and it like I could not even fathom the idea of going out and not Mm -hmm. and not boozing that was just that felt a dimension away, like a universe away. I could not even understand how someone would ever consider such a thing. And it's, I mean, I do it literally all the time now. And it's like second nature. It's just become who I am. But also at the time back then, four years ago, I had no idea that all of these emotions and my way of life and my lifestyle it's all intertwined. Like Mm -hmm. it's all 
a domino effect and, and connected and, you know, it's probably just, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, I was just young. I just didn't know any better, but then it goes back to the whole thing of like, well, now that I know I can't not know. Yeah. I can't unknow <laughs> what I know. <laughs> it's all, so. it's all so connected. And you realize that when you start trying to optimize how you feel, because you know, you turn on an Andrew Huberman podcast and that episode was about drinking, but it really wasn't about drinking. It was about, mm -hmm. it was about sleep. It was about stress about levels. Getting your head in the right headspace so that yeah. you're able to achieve the things that you've always wanted to achieve. You're not understanding why you're not reaching these goals. You're only setting them. And it's because actually you're not setting yourself up for success at all. You're yeah. setting yourself up for failure to, before with, it even starts. With three drinks a week. Yeah. Two is, they say two is the max of having no effect on your, your, I mean, I don't know. He used a bunch of fancy ass words, but <laughs> <laughs> basically your stress levels, your anxiety, your happiness, your ability to produce natural dopamine, your, your sleep, two a week. Mm -hmm. which is wild that if you have mm -hmm. three, imagine one beer Monday, one beer Wednesday, one beer Friday, that seems pretty damn innocent. Like if I could do that, mm -hmm. I would probably do that. And right. the science shows that that is going to fuck up your, your brain and you increase your, your likelihood of cancer and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, holy shit, this is so much deeper than, than it seems until you really dive into this world. And, and I know Huberman got a lot of shit for that, that podcast because <laughs> people just didn't want to hear that stuff. But I mean, that's a neuroscientist that is very well respected. So. Yeah. I think if it's going to be anybody, anybody that I'm listening to, it's going to be someone with his credentials. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just makes people uncomfortable. And it's so crazy because I feel like we're in such a day and age of like health and wellness and mm -hmm. being aware of. Unless it's something you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bait. Are you still off the nicotine, by the way? I am. Nice. But that's been something that I could not count the days. I could not count the days. Yeah. I have no idea how long it's been. I know the last time that I did it, but like. Besides that, I haven't been like, it's that's not like I'm, alcohol. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to get some months and then I'm going to look back at the days. Like, yeah, I know I can figure it out. Text or whatever, you know, I'm like, let's just kind of days. can. I think counting days, like it can be great if you have a lot, but I think when you're at the start, it's that can almost it, be. Well, because with nicotine, it was like, I kept fucking up. Like I uh -huh. kept, it, it's like, I couldn't. The, the most I could go was a week, but as soon as the weekend rolled around, especially with me going out mm. and, and me not drinking, it was really hard for me to not say yeah to the nicotine, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely been some time now. And I mean, and I it's... think that could also do with the fact that I've been like kind of isolating. <laughs> yeah. The brain, the brain's great. Like so good at that shit though. Cause it's like, well, Julia, you're not drinking like totally take have that <laughs> yeah like yep if can... i'm not if i'm as long as i'm staying sober yep then then it's okay and it's like 
Julia, you know, it's not, it's still not okay. But it is funny. Cause it's like, people can be people as in me can be obsessed with health and all this. And then I'm smoking hookah or <laughs> whatever it might right. be. It's, it's funny how we, we give ourselves the pass for the one thing that we, we like, or we enjoy. Well, so booze or not. Yeah. Since the, since the breakup, um, I haven't even been drinking caffeine because I, I'm having, I know it's cause I've been having, my thing is like, the last thing I need is for me to not be sleeping. I, yeah. I really, I really need now more than ever. I need to make sure that I'm getting as much sleep as possible because that's literally um, the foundation. Like that yeah. is the foundation. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm giving up caffeine. I think that once I'm in a more, it's so funny. It's like, I'm talking about alcohol. Once I'm in a more emotionally <laughs> stable state, I, I think I'll be able to implement caffeine back into my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so like my friend last night was just like, man, you are really just like raw dog in life. And I was like, I, I wanted to literally say it, I am. Didn't, I didn't know if that was PC. I was like... Sorry guys, but that's exactly what I'm doing. And I'm, I am just as astounded as the next person. I think it's wild that I'm just, and then we started saying like the, the tagline of last night was like, I'm just running off of vibes. Like that is the only thing that I'm running off of is like, I'm just trying to keep my vibes as positive as possible. I'm trying to be around positive people, positive energy. And that is all that I'm going off of right now. Crumble cookies and good vibes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely has not given up the sugar. That's probably never going to happen in my lifetime. So, yeah, I don't know how that is. I mean, we got to draw the line somewhere. (laughs) We do. We we really do. We can't just be out here fucking running on lettuce and water. Yeah. (laughs) No. I mean, I can't. I can't have absolutely. I mean, if we're gonna even go to the point of saying that sugar is a vice, I I just don't want to be there. No. Yeah. Oh God. Now in fucking 20 years, there's going to be some kids in their twenties on a podcast talking about giving up sugar. 280 <laughs> days sober from sugar. And they're going to be like 20 years from now, people are going to look back and no one's going to be eating sugar. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I believe it. But one step it. at a time as, uh, as old Natasha, Natasha Bedingfield said, is that the right artist there? <laughs> nope, I have no Sparks. idea. <laughs> I was going to say it doesn't sound right, but I also don't know the answer. So, you know that song, right? I do, but I just wouldn't. Oh, oh, wow. It's a good song. <laughs> this is a, this has been a very um fun-filled episode. Yeah, I've actually been dreading naming this episode. Uh, we've been a little all over the place. So, good Good luck with that. I, I was, think I named last week's episode, didn't I? Yeah. I was I was thinking I could name it Let's Talk Some Shit. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> That's basically what we've been doing. But jokes on them because we've actually just been talking shit about ourselves. Clickbait, though. That's mm-hmm. what we're here for. Do it for the clickbait. Yep. Well, what's up today? Today is pretty free for me. So I'm going to do some reading i am going to do some writing 
Um, I'm going to go to the gym because your girl is disciplined. Um, and yeah, I, like I said, I had a pretty rough, like week, like Monday through Friday was a little rough, um, emotions wise, but yesterday seeing my people was just put me in a really, really good mood. And I feel like I'm riding that wave still right now. So I'm just gonna soak it up while I can, because I know that, you know, it's gonna, a wave of not yep. greatness is gonna not linear. come, not linear and that's okay. Um, I'll just accept it as it comes. Um, yeah. because it's really not healthy to do it any other way besides that. Nah. So what about you? What are you doing today? Well, I, you said something, oh, you said being disciplined and that reminded me of, I did do something this weekend. I went to jujitsu class for the first time yesterday oh. and I don't like it. Oh no. <laughs> I, I had a headache all day yesterday. I mean, oh no! like you just get, you're in choke, you know, you're in chokeholds. Is like that what, um, Joe Rogan practices rogue all of those guys like Huber I, I'll actually send you a video I watched it last night Huberman goes for the first time um, okay but yeah Rogan Theo Huberman all those guys do it that whole squad almost okay. every podcaster does jiu-jitsu so we gotta do it I mean so it's not even an option <laughs> no. yeah it's inevitable I guess I guess we just have headaches now <laughs> like oh my god but yeah the, it's just I was just in a Cause you have to go until they like really sink it in. So they know that they're doing it right. And it's mm. not just like these easy chokeholds, like grab you, you know, you're like sliding through their arms and stuff. So you, they don't know if they have it sunk in until you like let them and then you tap. So it's like, you're, you're kind of just getting choked out for an hour. I wonder if that's normal, like what you're experiencing now. And it's like something that you need to like, in shape for get over the hump or like it's like a learning curve or something like that but also like this gym is actually like a pretty legit gym which is probably not a good gym to go to but it's where my buddy trains like for a first timer because there was five ufc people in there in class like actual tv ufc fighters and um, yeah like one of them was teaching but one guy caught an elbow and was just like gushing blood. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to get stitches. And I'm like, I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> like it might my, not be. And that's OK. My buddy said it great. He was like, we're in sales. We have communication uh, skills. We don't we don't need to worry about getting in fights on the streets. Like, we'll just we just won't get there. <laughs> Right, right. We're going to fight with our words first. And, and at the, least we're going to try that first. Yeah. And in the rare time it happens, like, and we'll just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> just wing it. But yeah, yeah, I did that yesterday. And then today I'll just do all my Sunday shit. So house, you know, clean the house, grocery shop, Chiefs play tonight. Other Set yourself that. up for success. Bang. Yep. Exactly. Well, cool. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything um, exciting? I did like sober. Well, show? I did just want to ask. I know we got a couple new reviews recently, and I really mm. appreciate that, guys. Um, we love to see that. 
just as a reminder, if there are any specific topics that you want us to chat about, we are always all ears. So definitely either leave a review with that or shoot me a DM on Instagram, um, comment on either of our TikTok pages. That would work. We see it. And just thank you for the support. Um, especially with the, with last week's podcast, I got some nice messages privately. So cool. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, we will see you next Tuesday. Peace. Bye. You're unfailable. This had it. I've been on his incomparable.